Louise McSherry on 2FM. Now, though, it is time for us to talk fashion. It is time for a trend slot. And this week was London Fashion Week, which is when all the designers get out and show their wares. And also there are lots of fabulous parties, which, as I said earlier, I was watching with great uh, hunger on Instagram. And one person who I know was also watching the fashion with great hunger is journalist Neve O'Donoghue. Good morning, Neve. Good morning. And also just what a banger to like start the Sunday off. <laughs> right. It just it's just fun <laughs> to sing along to. I I don't know. It's got a special something. Um so Neve literally bopping in my kitchen. <laughs> I know you like I don't think I am aware of anyone else who is as into or passionate about fashion as you are. <laughs> I'm not sure that's entirely true, but I'll take it anyway. But yeah, like you, I had a very different London Fashion Week experience this year and had to watch all of the fun and the fashion from the comfort of my Instagram story screen because, um, well, I mean, London took on a very different kind of post-COVID makeover for spring, summer 2021. And it included kind of like an intuitive mix of virtual showrooms, interactive videos and very limited physical shows but I mean the shows that did happen my god the designers did it with absolute gut so it was a, it was a real like return to almost normality moments Neve, and I mean I am so the, sorry to interrupt you but your phone line or the the tie line that we're using is making you sound like a robot so we're just going to call you back on your phone <laughs> uh, so that people can hear you okay just bear with us one second um so yeah she's right everybody had to get creative this year when it comes to London Fashion Week and had to think of lots of different ways and I know one of the designers we're going to talk about um Colin Horgan an Irish designer did something really cool um and I suppose in a way you're talking about creative of people so you would hope if anyone is able to pull something out of the bag in slightly less than usual ex- like circumstances it would be a fashion designer Neve, you're back Sorry, I'm back. Not sounding like a robot. No, sounding lovely. So, yeah, I mean, I was just saying, I suppose if you can expect innovation from anyone, you would expect it from these kind of creatives, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, they really had to like step up and learn how to adapt in this new kind of virtual interactive space. Um, I think one designer that a lot of the Irish crowd would flock to straight away would be um, Irish celebrated designer Paul Costello, who is one of the first to kind of showcase his new wares during the opening hours of the five-day event. Um, Now, normally he would have a fabulous runway show, but unfortunately with the pandemic, he had to do a pre-recorded digital presentation. And from the fabric to the music to the jewellery, it was a thoroughly Irish affair. Honestly, this is one show that I really loved. I would have loved him to be at. Um, But inspired by the Book of Kells, Costello introduced us to a selection of Kind of new silhouettes with like Celtic inspired motifs, mm. but but not only that, he got his artist's son William to like draw all of these like beautiful motifs, uh, which were then printed on Italian fabric. Um, what yeah, a combination! What a combination! But as with all of Costello's collections, more than thirty percent is made using Irish linen from Emblem Weavers in Wexford which is one of the last remaining traditional linen factories in the country, which is is really just something special to have. Mm. But not he also then tapped into award-winning jewellery and accessories designer Blaheen Ellis. Sorry, not Ellis, Ennis, <laughs> uh, to create some like show-stopping jewellery to accompany the look. So, I mean, that was definitely a way to like kick off the week. Yeah. But then I'm going to... Sorry, I was just going to say, I love that as well when someone makes the effort to kind of source Irish 
Irish stuff across the board, you know, um, because there's so much talent here. And when you're someone like Paul Costello, who is so well established, you know, you have an opportunity to, I suppose, to kind of highlight other Irish creatives. But he does a lot of work with his family, doesn't he? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like, he, like the fact that he uses his his son, and the fact that he, like you said, he has such a broad reach to use international talent from all over the world. But he chooses to keep his business within Ireland, and I think that says a lot about the yeah. talent that we have and the quality of the fabrics and the quality of the talent that we have. So it's it's just it's lovely to see him still continuing to to tap into heritage, uh, like heritage brands as well, mm. like Emblem. Um, and I know there's a couple of other small Irish, um, like sustainable uh, uh, brands that are also still using Emblem. So it's lovely to see that continued throughout like the, the decades, I suppose. But yeah. I'm going to jump to the end of London Fashion Week for a second yeah. and just talk about Simone Rocha. Mm. Because honestly, I would happily wear Simone Rocha for the rest of my life. Oh, just me if too. Somebody, if there's somebody out there who wanted to donate some Simone Rocha, <laughs> you just, I'll happily wear it. But she actually celebrated her 10-year anniversary with a show of epic proportions in the medieval church of St. Bartholomew, which was an exceptionally fitting backdrop for what was an ode to like religious childhood rituals and kind of like the sacred bond between mother and child. I mean, it is from from like ideation to full show, it, it was just a spectacular sight. And in, I mean, we had all the classic Simone Rocha silhouettes, um, but they were all like reimagined through the themes of like ceremony and birth. And there was lots of nods to like communion dresses, nursing bras. It was very intimate, very mm. feminine. It was just, it was just wonderful. Um, the hair and makeup for this show wasn't necessarily done by Irish creatives, mm. um, but they deserve a shout out because, not only did we have um, the the hair was kind of um, tapped into like religious themes by way of like um, wet look hair. So it was mm. almost like a nod to like baptism and the Holy Communion. Mm. But also um, the makeup artist, Thomas de Cloyver, he created these special, um, uh, you know, they're like the rub-on tattoos that you used to get in yeah. like a little, uh, those little vending machine things. Well, he created these, uh, especially for Simone, creating like little cherubs and roses and then took them all over the, the model's bodies and, and, and hands and it was and face. It was just, it was wow. fabulous. It was really just like whimsical and would have loved to be there. Oh, me too. That sounds amazing. Um, I just, yeah, Simone Rush is so special because what she makes is so interesting, but also kind of classic. Like she's always innovating, but at the same time, everything she makes is timeless as well. What a talent. Incredible designer. Um, and not only that though, but she also always kind of reverts back to her Irish roots in mm, some way. Mm. And it, 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 it's always just like a show-stopping sight. Fab. So let's talk about Colin Horgan now, because um, Colin Horgan, relatively new to the game compared to someone like Simone or Paul Costello, isn't he? Absolutely. But I think Colin Horgan is, is definitely going to be a household name in a few years. So Colin is from Kerry. Um, and this year, unfortunately, he couldn't have his usual uh, runway IRL in real life. So this year, he actually filmed his collection in Tralee. And let me tell you, there was no shortage of Irish talent on this. He pulled in everybody from around the country to like bring this um this vision to life and it was his vision is titled future partisan and if you're familiar with colin horgan then you'll know that his 
his designs are always like futuristic, out there, but absolutely fabulous. Mm. Um, and for this video in particular, we have styling from Roshi McNamara and Zeta Oyinza, makeup by the amazing Jade Kylie, nailed by Tropical Popical, and hair by um, Jake Ryan. Mm. And I mean, it was even the production, all the, the crew was Irish, and it was just, it was fabulous. But um, the video then premiered to an international audience of, of all the elites, you know, fashion editors and all that at London Fashion Week. And if you haven't yet seen the collection, I'm absolutely urging you, please check out his Instagram at, at Colin Horgan because he's absolutely one of the country's most forward-thinking designers and definitely one to watch. And he, I know, for example, like he's loads of, you know, big names and in fashion and in kind of pop culture have worn his work. But for example, I know that his clothing was worn by Jade Thurwell of Little Mix. <laughs> I think it was and, Jade. And Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga, how could I forget? Like he how really... How could you forget? Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga's amazing though, isn't she, for finding kind of new designers, um, she loves and she loves a new a new designer and she's worn a few Irish designers. Um, yeah, you're you're putting me on the spot, so I can't remember. But let's no, just that's say okay. that he, he absolutely wore Colin or she wore Colin Horgan. That's that's what's most important. Yeah, and I think she's worn Circo Orahla and stuff as well. She's um, she has, yeah. she's a what a what a what a woman, Lady Gaga. Okay, let's talk about woman. Richard Quinn. Oh God! As well as Simone Roche, I'd say the highlight of the week for me was undoubtedly London Irish designer Richard Quinn, and he just gave us a joyous return to the runway um, for his Autumn Winter Twenty One show. For those who will remember it, the designer created like a wonderfully bombastic cinematic production featuring like subversive latex cats and dogs. It was it was very out there, which was it was also styled by Irish stylist Brian Conway who's absolutely incredible and killing it over in London and working for everybody from Vogue to Harper's Bazaar. But back to Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for his Spring Summer 22 show, it took a more tranquil approach and more like clothes that you could actually wear out day to day and maybe not a uh, <laughs> latex mask. But uh, You're not wearing Quinn. a latex mask day to day, Neve. Would you believe? I'm actually not. I've just I've decided to hang it up for a little while. <laughs> It might come back for autumn, winter 2022. I suppose a bit, bit warm for it over the summer. A bit warm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but described by Quinn as the kind of calm after a storm, the storm mm. being the latex mask, yeah. it was chock-a-block with palette cleansing colour, uh, like block colours, completely over-the-top gowns. Uh, I mean, the the embellishment, everything from start to finish was just fantastic. And the showmanship that goes into his shows as well is just, completely over the top and whimsical but I suppose that's the joy of fashion it really takes you to another place it brings you to another dimension almost and that's certainly what he does with his runway shows I think Bimini modelled for uh, for him on in that show this week as well who yeah. obviously we know from Drag Race which was just great to see um, oh got it no, it was, it was amazing. Do you know actually do you know who also debuted um, was Lilla Moss Kate Moss daughter and um, I mean if you're not already like following her, she's this bit of Kate. Yeah. Um, and no doubt she's going to go very far as well. Yeah, I saw um uh, the Irish makeup artist who was on the Glow Up, the UK Glow Up, and whose name, I'm so sorry, it's J-Mac is who he is on Instagram. I can't think of his full name. But he posted a post, a photograph of himself with Kate Moss because he had done, I think, 
uh, her daughter's makeup for that show and apparently Kate came over and was like oh I'm a big fan of your makeup and he was like I'm dying and he was oh, like I God. don't normally post photos with celebs backstage but he was just so thrilled and I was so happy to see that and that's I suppose the spirit of this is that like it's just so great to see Irish people doing so so well James McInerney is his name sorry it's just so great to see Irish people doing well behind the scenes as you said with stylists like Brian Conway and then of course these designers and there is no doubt that one of the most successful brands and a brand that will be familiar to so many people in Ireland is Rixo um, one half of which is Irish Yes, Rixo founders Henrietta Rix and Orla McCluskey, which are the most beautiful women I've ever met, presented a gorgeous tropical themed presentation that would leave anyone longing for like an exotic getaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the collection was like aptly titled Bon Voyage mm-hmm. um, and it was very tropical, maracas, playful coconuts, oversized shell jewellery, like it was gorgeous. And they always do a very nice presentation and they allow the the editors and the journalists and the designers to get up close and touch the clothing, which for me is like really important as well. Because when you're sitting at a runway show, you can't always really see and feel the fabric for what it is and, mm. and, and see it up close for its beauty. But I really like that that the girls do this kind of presentation style. But what's most exciting about Rixo at the moment is their forthcoming sustainable denim collection, which actually launches in January. Um, and this is a very new kind of area for them. So not only are they are they gearing up for um, spring, summer 2022, but they're also in the midst of, of this brand new denim collection. Um, sustainability is a big priority for them at the minute. And the girls say that they've built a strong relationship with their suppliers and ensure that each one sources materials locally in order to reduce shipping and waste. But as well as that, they're also experimenting with greater size ranges. So yeah. normally um, you can get a size like 6 to 12, which by industry standards is not great. No. But now they're trying to expand that range from a size 6 to 24. So yeah. uh, it's a small step uh, forward. And I think hopefully they'll be like leading the pack for more brands to step up and, and start expanding their size ranges as well. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I am one of the people who literally has sent them like maybe 17 tweets and Instagram comments over the last number of years just saying your dresses would look really great on women who are outside mm-hmm. of your size range. Any chance, any chance, any chance, any chance. And mm-hmm. I'm not the only one. So it's really yeah. great to see that they have responded. Um, and I cannot wait to shop that collection because I can. And that's just absolutely thrilling. Um, OK, before I let you go, let's talk about Richard Malone. Oh my God, Richard Malone is having a good September. Not Mm -hmm. only did the visionary designer present his beautiful spring-summer show at the iconic Victorian Albert Museum in London, which I mean, like, exclamation mark, that's just incredible. Mm -hmm. But he also just launched a new collaboration with luxury fashion house Mulberry, which is just incredible to create um, a selection of, I mean, the most beautifully designed handbags you could ever imagine. Um, but as well as using and sourcing sustainable materials from mills across the UK and Ireland, which Richard Malone would be known for, mm. um, very much like slow fashion, the show is also cast by Irish export Holly Cullen, who did an absolutely superb job as always. Um, but there, I mean, Richard Malone's star is only growing brighter and brighter, and he is absolutely on the way to becoming uh an icon. It seems like it's a really good time for Irish people in fashion. Am I like I'm not a fashion expert, but I do pay attention. Um, and it seems like there are a lot of people doing really well at the moment. Do you know what? It's not always the front-facing people that um, you know that you'll be familiar with, but there are swaths of Irish talent behind the scenes, like doing show production, doing hair, makeup. 
um, lighting, rigging mm. crews, like there are so many of us scattered all over the fashion industry to bring it together to create these beautiful shows that you're seeing in real life and across your stories. So mm. it, it's very exciting. Um, we, we're so lucky to have so many incredible talents over there and, you know, representing us. Um, and the best thing is there's more to come, like Take the Globe, for example. I mean, there's yeah. the makeup artists on that show are going to go so far and no doubt they'll be on an international stage soon. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's brilliant to see. I love it. Well, thank you so much for bringing us a delightful summation of the Irish at London Fashion Week. That's Neve O'Donoghue. Neve, have a great day. You too. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. There you go. Great time for the Irish in fashion. Wouldn't you just love to go to like one of those fabulous shows? Just for a moment, pretend you're like a fashion person. I would anyway. Louise McSherry on 2FM.